Hello and welcome to Catholic Bites, a podcast for busy Catholics. This is Father Conrad, and I have with me again Father Christian Hubner, who's a priest of the Archdiocese of Washington. Father Christian, welcome back to Catholic Bites. Thanks. It's wonderful to join you. And today, Father Christian, you're going to talk about something that, to be honest, because the three guys who who run Catholic Bites the most, Father Chris, Father Alec, and I, don't have scriptural backgrounds. We we lack uh, a little bit, but because you used to be a Protestant, you have a much deeper <laughs> scriptural background than we do. Uh, and so you're going to oh. talk about reading, reading the Bible. So let's, let's where oh. do you want to start? Oh, what a painful comment. <laughs> 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 well, uh, when you had asked me uh, what, what it was I wanted to talk about it on, on this podcast, I said, reading the Bible as scripture. And uh, this is something that as we're recording this, we're, we're now underway in, in Lent. And it's something that my, my own pastor, uh, Father Larry Young at, at our parish has been uh, really promoting in our, our parish uh, as well. And we've got this ongoing challenge to read through the, the entirety of the New Testament as a parish, the, this Lent. Uh, so um, yeah, it's kind of near and dear to, to my heart in our parish right now as well. Mm-hmm. What, what do I mean by reading the Bible as, as scripture? Uh, as you mentioned, I grew up as uh, an evangelical uh, Christian uh, and uh, was received into the church in my mid-20s uh, when, I was, uh, when I was in law school at the time. And one of the real gifts that I received growing up in my uh, evangelical church uh, was a familiarity and daily contact with the sacred scriptures. Uh, and in a pretty straightforward uh, kind, of, uh, kind of way. Um, when I, by which I mean, just trust that the the Bible is the Word of God mm-hmm. in 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 a in a robust, just true sense. Um, when I first got to college, uh, I encountered a kind of uh, liberal Protestant historical critical methodology for the first time. That on on the one hand was was very exciting uh, and kind of opened up new angles for, mm-hmm. for how to uh, deal with the, the Bible in front of me, you know, questions like, where did, where did it come from? Like, who were the, the, human, uh, the human authors that were the instruments mm-hmm. of the Holy Spirit in, in writing this? What was the cultural context in, in which uh, the different books and parts were, were written? Uh, and, uh, and just so all sorts of like fascinating questions uh, that, that were very exciting. Um, but it also, I think, was my first taste of um, a kind of loss of vision about what it means to say that the Bible is scripture in the first place. Mm-hmm. And, and I think this, this probably, uh, you know, I had some very good experiences in my scripture classes in, in, in seminary. Um, but, but I think also like within Catholic seminary formation, um, there can arise this, uh, this experience where you're in a scripture class and they, there's something missing here. Mm-hmm. Like, like I'm learning a lot about um, kind of theories about the history and writing and authorship and which what, what was written first and you know were there multiple authors that contributed to this and so on and so forth. That I, I feel like I'm missing something and it, it doesn't feel living mm-hmm. these these scripture mm-hmm. classes. Um, and something struck me one day uh, one day when I was in seminary uh, reading through a. a passage of St. Thomas Aquinas' uh, Summa Theologica. And in a different context, he just was in passing, said every science 
presupposes the nature of its object. Mm. Every science presupposes the nature of its object. And that something just clicked in my mind uh, when, when, I, when I read that. I think it was just a, a little gift of insight the Lord gave me at, at, at that point. Because I realized, I think where some of my experiences with scripture studies had, had gone awry was that uh, it, it was trying to be a science without presupposing the nature of its object, which was scripture. Mm -hmm. And what is scripture? Scripture is a text whose author is God, whose author is the Holy Spirit. Um, so by, by analogy, you can think of like, if, if someone says, I'm a frog scientist, um, but, and, and you, put a, you put a frog on, on the table in front of him or her, and, and they, and, but then they say at the outset, okay, well, I'm not going to presume that, that frogs actually exist. Um, <laughs> and I'm not going to presume that, that this is a frog, but I do have all these like great scalpels and microscopes and uh, theories of biological evolution. And I'm going to kind of slice and dice and try and understand the history about how these different organs and systems came, came together to mm -hmm. form this thing, which I'm not, I'm, I'm gonna remain agnostic about whether this is you know, a frog <laughs> or whether there is, you know, whether there are frogs in the first place. And then at the end of all that, you know, you've got a big mess on the table in front of you. And, and the, you know, the scientist says, well, I guess I, I didn't find frog here. You know, I, I, I found all sorts of interesting things, you know, theories about evolution, about how this thing came to be, but I didn't find a frog here. So I'm, I'm sorry. You think like, no, you're, you're missing something at the outset. And I, I talking with, with like real experts in scripture, you know, I'm not an expert, um, but with real experts in scripture and kind of running this analogy by them, they confirm that, yeah, that does seem to be what, what goes uh, astray is that um, we start dissecting and we lose sight of the fact that, wait a sec, the Holy Spirit is the author, the primary author of this text that we're, mm -hmm. that we're looking at. Um, and when, but when you do that, when you remember that the Holy Spirit is the author, um, when you presuppose the nature of scripture being scripture, it opens up whole new horizons for how you read and study and what you make of this book in front of you. And, and I think it's interesting that like, I mean, not to go into the whole history of it though, but like the, the, what we would call the, the, the scalpels and tools that you kind of mentioned, the, the historical critical method of looking at the Bible, which is, you know, looking at it from a very secular standpoint of where did this book come from and what, who wrote it and all these other different things, that the first real proponents of that method seemed to be intent on reading the Bible precisely as not scripture. Yeah. And that they use that science to show that, no, clearly Jesus was just a man or clearly to try and with these philosophical presuppositions contrary to the divine author of the work and then you know we, we we use their science in a certain sense but we 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 take some of their conclusions and presuppositions with us uh in in these seminary uh scripture classes and it leads to that bad taste in your mouth when you're in scripture class and you're like that sense of lifelessness exactly that, yeah yeah it's like oh no i i know i know the bible is more than this and i know that scripture study could be more than this. And, and maybe this is a time too to bring in another piece of this uh, that, that kind of dawned on me is that, you know, we read uh, in the breviary every day, the Office of Readings. Mm -hmm. um, and many of the, our readings in that are, are homilies from church fathers. And it just struck me how the way that they preach and, and, and use the scriptures, they, 
they breathe the scripture. Mm-hmm. They they speak in scripture, so to speak. It it, it is their language, and and not just the the church fathers, but like Saint Therese of Lisieux, like her, mm-hmm. her story of the soul. Like she's just breathing the words of sacred scripture, uh, and it's just a totally different way of interacting with the scriptures, but one that makes so much sense mm-hmm. if again you presuppose the nature of the object which is not a presupposition that we can make by human reason but mm-hmm. is a gift of faith that yeah. we receive in our baptism uh and by god's grace continue to to receive in, in openness well, what would you what would you say then for someone who maybe opens the bible every once in a while but uh but maybe not in a systematic way or 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 doesn't really know how to deal with these different kind of um uh uh debates and things like that if they want to read the bible as scripture what is a what is a way that what what would you suggest as a practical way to do that i think one of the absolutely necessary things is to be a christian Mm -hmm. uh to to be i I mean i hope i hope a a catholic like in the fullness of the church but but like wherever you are like wherever you Mm -hmm. find yourself um like to be a christian in like the most robust sense that 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 you that you can um right because the Holy Spirit is is the single author of, of all the scriptures, um, and he's also the 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 Second Vatican Council uses that analogy in a certain sense, uh, the soul of of the church. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, the way to understand and interpret the different parts of scripture in light of of one another, like, comes together in the communion of the church, mm-hmm. in living life vivified by the Holy Spirit in communion with 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 the church. Um, it, it's something that like the catechism of the Catholic church has uh, a, a few kind of little paragraphs about this really powerful stuff. Uh, I think in like the one paragraphs, one thirty ish or something um, that talks about the, the analogy of faith, uh, reading scripture in the analogy of faith. It, w- what does that mean? Like reading it in the context of the whole of revelation that God has given to us in, in Christ. Um, so that when you sit down and, and read, read the, the scriptures, you're receiving it um, already with the, with the mind of Christ and, and having that mind deepened and un, unfolded even more uh, for, uh, for you. Um, that's it, you know, like the word of God is powerful. Um, and, and so just to simply sit down with the scriptures, uh, maybe you don't know a lot about, about, mm-hmm. about the faith, um, but, but all of us can enter the kingdom of heaven. In fact, we have to as little children and, and so simply just to say, Holy Spirit, uh, please give me light to understand uh, what, what I read. Um, lead me to understand it more deeply. Um, I'm willing to be led, you know, like a little child, uh, in, you, know, in, you know, by you. Um, but, you know, be looking for that, that fullness of life in communion with the church. That's awesome. That's great. The, um, the analogy I like to use is the analogy of um, scriptures. Don't, the scripture doesn't exhaust the word of God. And so it's like a um, reading a biography about someone and then being in communion or talking with that person. Yeah. Uh, you understand the biographical details so much more richly because you know the person behind it. And, and if the word of God is, uh, is um, present in every word of scripture as, as its divine author, then by being in touch with the word of God and being in communion with the word of God through your spiritual life and through your place in the church, um, it helps you to, you know, obviously you're going to get so much more out of the, the text uh, itself. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and just, you know, one very practical part of that, you know, being in communion and you, you mentioned your, your place in the church is like recognizing it. other people 
have been given gifts and, and roles in the church for understanding the, the word of God as well. Um, and so to, you know, you want to know more about the, the person you love, you talk with their friends mm-hmm. as well. Um, so, you know, the lives of the saints coming to know the saints and seeing how the word of God in the scripture and worship and tradition of the church like plays out in their lives. Um, great writers and, and, and doctors and, and teachers of the church, both in times past and even, even our present time, uh, can help us um, yeah, receive new new light and, and deeper insight. Great. Well, thank you so much, Father Christian, for joining us uh, for this podcast. If you like this podcast and you'd like to find other great Catholic podcasts, uh, hopefully more and more on scripture, uh, you can find us at catholicbitespodcast.com or you can find us on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Thank you and God bless you.